You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Science and technology news for the week. The Mars Society, which is the world's largest space advocacy group dedicated to human exploration and settlement of the planet Mars, uh, has recently started a Kickstarter campaign to help raise $27,500 for a new open source virtual reality platform called Mars VR, and that will be used for serious research to support the goal of sending humans to the red planet. And so what they're hoping to do is to develop a VR experience, which lets you actually look at the first, what would be a landing site for the first colonization of Mars. It'll be useful for astronauts who want to visualize what it's going to be like there, but also the public, the general public would have access to this and they will be able to visualize with a headset on, with a VR headset on, what it would look like to settle the planet Mars. So really exciting campaign there. If you want to get more information, I just suggest you go to marssociety.org. You can even email the people who are behind that and all media and general inquiries can be sent to uh, that website marssociety.org another example of how crowdfunding is being used to develop VR for the eventual colonisation of the red planet Mars now moving on with the news and this was a bit of a surprise to me but one in six US adults binge drinks at least four times a month so that's about once a week and I wonder what that figure would be for Australia I mean obviously it's going to vary from age group to age group but I think Australians would be possibly in the same kind of league as as the Americans with that I think we're the biggest drinkers in the world. Uh, I, I think thought. by beer on a per capita basis, I think mm. maybe Germany's ahead on that on that score. One thing that I wasn't aware of until recently is that there's a direct causal link between binge drinking and insomnia. And apparently it only takes one episode of binge drinking. It can actually affect the gene that regulates sleep, leading to sleep disruption. And they've confirmed this in recent studies in mice. In fact, there is a study that's been published in the Journal of Neurochemistry. It's titled Binge Drinking Disrupts Sleep Homeostasis. And they've done some studies with with mice. These show that the post-binge mice did not experience an increase in a sleep-promoting chemical adenosine in the brain, nor increased sleep pressure during sleep deprivation. What they've found is that binge alcohol consumption affects the gene that regulates sleep, resulting in these sleep disturbances. So there's food for thought if you're wondering why you're not having a good night's sleep. Maybe something to do with what you did on the weekend. If you're a well regular user of the internet, as most people are these days, whether it's on your smart device, on your phone, your, your tablet, or on your desktop at home or at the office, you probably use Chrome or you might use Internet Explorer. You might also use Firefox. And Firefox is made by the Mozilla Foundation. It's a non-profit organization. And they have just released a new version of the desktop version of Firefox, which has a lot of people saying that it's pretty good. And it addresses sort of important things like security, it can protect you from things like, you know, it might be Facebook that's monitoring if you've clicked on a like button, for example, and then you suddenly find yourself being targeted with advertising related to that subject that you've, you've liked. 
So this browser, the, the latest from Firefox, will actually isolate the web experience you're having, the browsing experience, and stop that sort of information being gathered about you. So I thought that was really good. So it's very strong on privacy and anti-hacking, you know, controlling intrusive advertising, that sort of stuff. I wonder if on the search engines it will come up with what you're looking for. I find it amazing these days that, that Google seems to know what I'm thinking before I actually can type it yeah. out. Well, there's, when we were talking off air, there's even examples where people have had a discussion with a phone nearby or with phones nearby and then miraculously they start getting ads targeted to the contents of a discussion, which is suggesting then that the microphone's been activated on their, on their phone. So I think that this stuff is slowly being brought out into the open. I think that the, you know, the Cambridge Analytica scan that happened earlier this year, the um, interventions that had happened in, in, in sp- supposedly democratic elections around the world, particularly in the US was the, the famous example, that, that is having an impact. So web browsers are being changed and also I think the companies themselves, the likes of Facebook, are being forced to change their behaviours and uh, the GDPR rules that were introduced in Europe recently, they're also having an impact and companies are being forced to be a little more straight up about what how they're gathering data from their users and from... Yeah, I've heard a little bit of scary information in regards to what's happening in Europe. Mm. Like the the memes that we send out, apparently they'll be copyrighted, so you won't actually be able to share them. That's something that they're trying to do in Europe, I've heard. Right, that'll have an impact on social media, you'd reckon. Mm. Yeah, so Firefox is apparently uh, just as fast at loading pages and is uh, very efficient at using your memory as, say, Chrome is. And Chrome, which is a Google product, a Google browser, uh, it has apparently 67% of the world's browsing is done using Chrome. Uh, then 12%, uh, number two positions held by Firefox. And then uh, Internet Explorer is about 7% and Safari is about 5.5%. That's uh, using iOS. And I guess you'd probably have to say that that would mirror the market penetration of iPhones, about mm-hmm. 5.5% of the world's market. If you're looking for a new browser which is going to give you a, a good experience and has lots of inbuilt privacy, anti-hacking and anti, you know, things like automatic videos that start rolling, you know, you're scrolling down a page and there's just a video that as soon as you go near it, it starts playing and you've got to listen to it. It can be hard to stop it or shut it down. That sort of thing is, is dealt with quite effectively. It also has a sandboxing feature which isolates processes of the browser so a harmful website doesn't infect other parts of your machine, which can happen if you've, you know, clicked on a link by accident it's doing something it's suddenly actually downloading a little bit of software which can have an adverse effect on other parts can monitor keystrokes can even uh, activate microphones and cameras on your device as well so uh, a good one to check out i've been using firefox for years i reckon it's a great browser now tesla has sold a huge number of the model 3 i think they had 200,000 people at the launch of that and they each put down a thousand dollars for eventual delivery now no one promised exactly when they were going to get it Tesla's been aiming to produce 5,000 cars a week, but they have had their challenges. Apparently, they've had to import specialist machinery from Germany to help them you know, get closer to that target. They've built a new factory near their American headquarters to ramp up production. And some figures have been released recently. These are according to internal documents released by the company and uh, apparently 30,000 of the Model 3s have been completed in 2018. 
up until about a week ago they'd made 6,000 in the month of June so they do seem to be ramping up production there they have had some problems uh, Elon Musk described it as production hell on more than one occasion but it does look like they're starting to get control of that situation so if you've been one of those people around the world that I mean it was a huge number that, that, that uh, put down deposits for that car then uh, you may be getting some good news and your new car could be on the way did you hear his April Fool's Day joke this year mm, he maybe. said he was going to wind up Tesla and it sent the share price into a, a drop or something yeah it dropped so. 10% I think mm. yeah yeah, well, that wasn't true. Uh, he is persisting with that. And apparently his sort of big picture aim is actually to just make a, a heap of money out of Tesla and then put all the profits of, out of that into SpaceX and, and going to Mars because that's one of his big beliefs is that we need to be expanding beyond the Earth. Just finally, in the science and technology news, the ticketing system over in the New, New Zealand, you know, if you want to use public transport over there, they are about to phase in a universal non-cash payment method in use in Wellington, the capital, by 2021 and the rest of the country by 2026, they're saying. And this will allow you to use a smart device to pay for any form of public transport anywhere you go. So instead of having a different card for different services or different cities or you know trying to use cash or whatever it is, you will be able to just do it all through your phone or through one unified card, which is, uh, which is a great thing. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestions for future shows.